you young ladies that are listening to this, you have to read those two books. Mm -hmm. Men are from Mars. The women are from Venus. You need to know how we men think. Yeah. One of them is referred to as the man cave. Psychologically, we get quiet. As a man, I can get quiet. Yeah. Please don't disturb me. I'm in my man cave. I'll come out in about two days. Because the woman, I've had women ask me, why are you so quiet, John? <laughs> and I don't want to go through the whole routine and telling them, look, I'm in my man cave right now. <laughs> I'll be out in a couple of days. Don't worry. You'll know when I come out. What do you, 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 you don't talk to me. You haven't, you're not talking to me. Please, just leave me alone. Well, you don't communicate. You don't talk. Oh my God, here we go. Jeez, let, let it go. He has other issues. Leave him alone. He'll come out. Trust me. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, girls, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. This is part two interview with my dad, John Thomas Vargas. And I hope you listened to part one, which came out a couple days ago. And if not, you know, listen to this one and go back and listen to part one as well. And in case you didn't listen to part one, just want to preface it that, you know, my dad and I would talk about all kinds of things. And just to give you a little background is he has no judgment about anything. He's, that's one of his superpowers is he's, he's very open and with a point of view, but without any judgment. And so just take it with a grain of salt and to show a different possibility of how fathers and daughters can talk and how we can have conscious conversations. And I wanted to share that with all of you. And I would love to hear from you, you know, screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram on a stories and, and let me know what your takeaway was or, or DM me would love to hear from you at Joanna Vargas official on Instagram. And here is your part two interview with my dad. We are back part two. Ready? Sure. Cool. All right. We're going to keep going. Thank you for listening. If you are coming back from part one, now this is part two with my dad and John Thomas Vargas or JTV. People call you John or Tommy or Thomas. You have so many names. And uh, growing up too, JV, both of us are JV, J-O. with a, So that's confusing. Well, I'm oh. JT, you're JV. Yeah, but the male, J-O. Oh, yes. J-O and yes. the computers would yeah. just. Yes, it's yeah, very get close. Your stuff. And then our addresses are, the, oh my goodness, yeah, this cause a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I should have named you Matilda. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, okay. Well, there's a, a couple questions that I have a friend that wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, let's see. Mom passed away a little over eight years ago. Uh -huh. Almost nine years ago. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, after she passed, how long did it take you to grieve, get over it, or we're not over it, or... 
Tell us about that. It takes, I think for the average person, you won't stop crying for at least three months. It takes about three months to stop crying. Uh, some are worse. Some of us, worse. we react a little worse than others. Some are better at reaction. I met a young man one time, and uh, his wife passed suddenly. He couldn't stop crying, he was telling me. He was crying for a year. And he tried going back to work, and he would break down at work. Yeah. It was horrible. He says, yeah, I couldn't stop. Not that, wow, that I, only, I only cried for three months. But he mm -hmm. was past a year, and he was still crying. Okay. He was very fortunate, though. He said, one day, the good Lord sent me a, sent me a woman. Mm. And he says, you can't believe it, John. She was just like my wife. It was like I was, I've met my wife all over. Said, this is a cool story this guy was telling me. Like, mm -hmm. really? Yeah, John. He says, but it, I had a hard time. He says, I cried. I cried. No, for the most part, it takes about three months. I would be driving. For the first two months, I'd be driving. And then uh, a song would play on the radio. Mm -hmm. And it would make me cry. And then I'd come to a stoplight. People in the car next to you are looking at you. Look at that poor man. He's crying. <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. Yeah. Well, they don't know. You know, I, mm -hmm. there was, you know, I lost my wife, but it took, it took about three months. Now I can hear, I can hear our music, mm -hmm. you know, my, your, your mom and I, our music. I can hear it and I'm, I'm good now. Mm -hmm. it, I, I, can, I can handle it. I'm good. I, uh, well, as you know, your younger sister and I both, we can't handle photographs of your mom in our home. Yeah. Carrie has, or my sister has yeah. no photos yeah. of mom and yeah. I have her everywhere. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I have no photos and your and your and your and your little sister has no photos. It's just what it is. But it's different. Can't yeah. Can't handle it. And you have photos. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Everyone's different. That's yeah. all. Just everyone's different. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's just what it is. Uh, you know, so there's no right or wrong. There is. Yeah, that's one thing I think about yeah. death and grief. When mom passed, I think it was like two hours later, I went on Facebook and said, everybody, my mom passed. And people went nuts. How could you do that? You know, and again, it was a blur. I thought that was the easiest way instead of making 200 phone calls, right. just put on Facebook. But can you imagine like cousins were like, that is so not cool that I'm scrolling Facebook to find out that my aunt passes. Uh, uh, but I was so disconnected and unconscious that I, yeah, that was probably yeah. not the most kind thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's, we all, all human beings respond differently to the same stimulus. That's just a fact of life. That's just what it is. So, you know, you, you, you know, you do your best. Look, people, people know you, they, they know who you are. Okay. So you don't have to prove. And then anything that you do, or you say, they, they already know who you are. They, they know if you're a good person or not. And they also know that, you know, you're, that there was a death in the family. That's all, mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, I don't know. There again, there's all kinds of people in this world. You got to remember that's what makes that's what makes this an interesting world. There's so many different personalities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to so. be kind, what works for them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, I think it was one of our friends. Their mom was like, they came to mom's memorial, mm -hmm. and they were so sad that it wasn't at a church because we had it outside right. underneath this beautiful tree at yeah. her comadre's house. Yeah. Her so what, how do you say that in English? Uh, her, her, Godmother. Uh, her, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Godmother-in-law. Their Godmother-in-law. But that's my that's my brother's home. Put it that way. Okay. I went to my brother's home. Large yeah. home, and 
in the city of El Monte. Yeah. So it and was we did nice. a memorial and it was, it was her, nice. she was cremated and we set off, uh, you know, I had the whole playlist. We had folklorico dancers. We set up uh, 200 or 300 butterflies at butterflies. the end. Yeah. Uh, the, the music was like, I curated each song. You know me, I put together, it was like my whole little, and we were having fun. We were taking shots with the cousins, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's take a shot for Auntie Viola. And so again, people were like, what? And afterwards, she said that was the coolest memorial. First, she was like, it should be in a church. But then afterwards was like, I want to go out like that. You just gave me a new way, a new perspective to show what death can look like. Yes. You know, and and, um, how we can tell that story. And I'm like, that's what my mom would have wanted. She would have wanted folklorico dancers and fun and taking tequila shots. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, so to give that different point of view mm-hmm. from it and didn't have to be black and somber and crying yeah and, there's no reason for that in my opinion but yeah. you know but to each their own right uh the other issue too for so uh, forever and ever you're supposed to wear black to a funeral <laughs> i never well understood. there's some religions for a whole year you're supposed to okay, wear black see too, what i'm saying right? uh mm-hmm. there's uh well, why, that... why you have to wear black what what, what it's, it should be happy this person has moved on you mm-hmm. should be happy for them no, you have to wear black. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just just what it is. So, uh, a lot of it is religious. You're you're taught you're taught from your religion, that, you yeah. know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Well, how long was it until? Well, I remember it was a year after mom passed, and you're like, okay, I'm ready to date now. <laughs> so that was my question. How long did it take until you started dating? And then how many dates? You've been on a lot of dates. Oh yeah, during, yeah, in, in the last eight years, but. Uh, it, it took me. It took me about a. First of all, for about a year, I I, I didn't go anywhere, and then, then after about a year, I said, well, okay, I'm gonna go out and just uh, socialize and listen to music and dance, go out and dance, and I did that. Mm-hmm. So I did that. So, and then finally, um, I think I asked you and your sister one day, is it okay if I start uh, seeing other women? Yeah. And you both said, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you don't have to ask us. Go out and ask. But, oh, good. I, I didn't preface it like I didn't want to hear your sex life though, no, because no. that came later. No, I mean, but uh, I, so I got the. <laughs> thank you. I got the green light, and this, and I started, you know, going out with women. But it took me, gee whiz, two three years to start dating again. I mean, I was I was out socially and dancing and talking to women, but I would go home alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but but and then I started dating. Mm-hmm. So, but all oh, like I say, I should I should write a book about my yes. dates. Oh my god! Okay, because last time I asked you, I think this is before your current girlfriend. How many dates did you have before meeting her? Oh. You told me a number that was oh. surprising. I don't know. I'm guessing. Oh my goodness! I don't know. Thirty? I'm guessing. I don't know. I'd have to sit down. Can I remember them? Okay. And then you also went out with a Chinese woman that didn't speak English, and you took a little translator on your phone. On phone I think you were that. so open and willing. You're like, I'll that. try anything. Now, trisexual. To, now today they have this little device. <laughs> uh-huh. you, it's a translator. It's really cool. It's about sixty bucks, <laughs> and you press it. It'll do fifty-two languages. If you speak in English, and it'll give you French. Right <laughs> whatever you, whatever you, it's really cool. I needed that back then. They didn't have it back then. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I did. I did all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And of course, everybody's trying to fix you up. Yeah. That's the other issue when you're when you're available, everybody's trying to fix you up. So, yeah. 
But yeah, no. Would can't. you say I'm not going to date Catholic women because they won't sleep with me because they're deceased husbands? They're still married to them. No, no yeah, they're. Because uh, I, I mean, I'm not familiar. The but, majority of the women that any man my age is going to be dating, they will. The vast majority will be divorced. That's you just got to get not widowed. That. No, divorced. Mm -hmm. well, me, look at me. I'm in my 40s and they're mostly divorced. They're all divorced. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. OK, I did meet a few uh, women that were widows. I met a few, very few, not too many, but mostly there are most of them are divorced. And a lot of, you know, everybody has their baggage. Yeah, whatever it their is. Story. Their story. Just and then you then you, you I would say to myself oh I could see why you're divorced <laughs> oh my god lady unbelievable then I had a lot of blind dates straight up blind dates and I would go yeah. over here to uh, to Vino's okay, that was your spot yeah you said all the that's, bartenders that's, knew uh, that's a nice place it's very casual and it's fun and then uh, I would tell the the bartender okay I've got another blind date coming in. Okay, let's see. Let's see how she looks. You know, they were just there were two female, young female bartenders, and they would just mm -hmm. they'd smile at me. Okay, John, let's see what you're gonna get this week. <laughs> Some of them, it was just w one date, you know, a couple of hours, and thank you, and mm -hmm. she'd leave, and I'd leave, like, whoa, no, this ain't gonna work. And there's 101 different reasons. I I always look at it from the uh, at 180 degrees the other way. I look at this woman is looking at me. What does she see? What does she hear mm. when I speak? Mm -hmm. What is she thinking of me? Because after that date, she's, people are going to ask her, hey, you met that guy, John. How, how, did, did, it, it how did it go? What do you think did about you like him? him? Yeah. What, what does he talk about? Oh, so what do you want her to say? Oh, I, I, whatever. Whatever? No. You want her to say, oh, he's smart. He's. Oh, no, whatever. Just, you know, you, we, each of us makes our own judgments and our own. Our but own. what would you like for her? to say makes no difference you don't care no mm. makes no difference no look you got to remember most women like the bad boys if anything i hope they say oh he's a bad boy <laughs> oh boy i just made the top of the of the, of the dating list mm -hmm. a lot of women don't want to date nice guys they just don't i don't want to date a nice guy <laughs> what for i want to date a bad boy so anyway yeah wait so have you encountered girls that because you are are you considered them the nice guy the nerd I, I have had several women just come right out and tell me john you know you're a nice guy and uh that's your problem mm. okay you're a nice guy now i have my i have my minimum three date rule mm -hmm. i will not consummate a relationship within the first <laughs> three dates now a lot of men will look at me and go john you need to see a psychiatrist man if it was me man i'd be i'd be the first night, man. Okay, well, you know, okay, whatever. But within three dates, mm -hmm. when you get to the third and fourth date, each of us will, will say things. I will say things and she will say things. The other person will say things. And that's, oh boy, here we go. Oh, you didn't say that during the first, our first three dates. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, now it's coming out. Oh, you didn't mention that you had two children. Oh, you didn't mention that you were divorced three times. Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't. Oh, well, you know, they're, they're waiting. They don't want to give you all the information right away. You know, so that's just what it is. You mm -hmm. know, so I, I have the three date rule. But there are some women who expect a man to take them to bed the first night. Mm -hmm. Hi, 
you shake hands and go straight to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's those. Mm-hmm. Let, 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 you know, let's don't, don't make any bones about it. That's just the way it is. And then you have some men that are very, very slow. Mm-hmm. Some men will date you like 20 times. Whoa, buddy, no, 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 no. You exceeded the limit as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Look, after three dates, after three dates, I always would tell a woman, listen to me, I'm a reasonably healthy heterosexual <laughs> male, okay? You have your little bag? <laughs> no. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just want to let you know, I, I find you quite attractive and I'm, uh, uh, you know, I just want to let you know because they may be wondering what's with this guy because all the other men that I dated, they want to go to bed right now. And, but this guy, John, he's dated me already three times. Mm-hmm. So after the third date, to get to the fourth date, I would let them know I'm a reasonably healthy heterosexual male. I'm going to let you take the lead. I don't know what your story is, what your background is. Okay. Now, here's the other issue. It's kind of sad, but many of the women that I've dated were abused mm-hmm. when they were younger and in their marriages, they were abused, sexually abused. And it's, it's just so sad. And what happens is it's hard for them to get over it. Mm-hmm. Some of them do and some of them can't get over it. And, and I'm thinking, man, I didn't realize there's so many women that have been abused, but that's just what it is. So, Well, advice to the women that are listening, what would you give to those women? How could they communicate with the guy that they're out? Well, again, if you want to read, look, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. You got to read that one. Yes. What's your love language? Mine is touch. Number is it one. really? Oh, yeah. Mine's touch. I would have never guessed that. Well, there you go. See? What? And you've only known me 43 years, so... But mine is touch. No, I would have said. I don't even know what I would have said for you. Acts one. of service. Acts of service is one what of is them. What is it? Acts of service. Acts of service mm-hmm. is one of them. Uh, that's uh, for those of you uh, that, that don't are not familiar with the book, the five love languages. You should get it and read it. It's really cool. There's a. Uh, uh, well, I won't go through them, but the sixth one that's missing, in my my opinion, what? is. Honesty. The toughest language of all is honesty. And most Mm. of us don't want to hear the truth. Would you put that under communication? Well. Slash communication? Well, no, no, no. no. Or just honesty. The the, the author got it right. Gary Chapman got it right. There's Mm -hmm. five love languages, okay? Okay, when you say, let's just say in your point of view, there's a sixth one. Would you say it's that person being honest with somebody else? Like, or they want honesty to uh, themselves? Well, that's, yeah, that's my, that's my. I wish he had put it in there, uh-huh. <laughs> but but it's not. There's only there's only the five that he put in there. Okay, the other one too. No, don't forget to John Gray. Uh, men are from Mars, mm-hmm. and women are from Venus. One of your favorites. You you young ladies that are listening to this, you have to read those two books. Mm-hmm. Men are from Mars, and women are from Venus. And wow, this is going to mm-hmm. teach you a lot that you, uh, 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 women especially, you need to know how we men think. Yeah. One of them is uh, referred to as the man cave. Psychologically, we get quiet. As a man, I can get quiet. Yeah. Please don't disturb me. I'm in my man cave. I'll come out in about two days because the woman, I've had women ask me, why are you so quiet, John? 
<laughs> and I don't want to go through the whole routine and telling them, look, I'm in my man cave right now. I'll be out in a couple of days. Don't worry. You'll know when I come out. That's true. Yeah. But all men go through this. Mm-hmm. We go into our psychological man cave. Mm-hmm. Just leave us alone. No, it's not personal. And what do you, you 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 don't talk to me? You haven't you're not talking to me. How come? Please, just leave me <laughs> alone. Well, you don't communicate. You don't talk. Oh my God! Here we go. She's let, let it go. Now, if you read the, if you read his book, he'll tell you, ladies, give the guy a break. But he's always real talkative. Well, maybe he's not right now. He's in his man cave. Mm-hmm. He has other issues. Leave him alone. He'll come out. Trust me. Hmm. But that's so, you know. But but, but there again, that, you know, there, there's there's some good books that'll help you. Those are the two that I like. God, I haven't read that book. I think I was in my teens. If you reread it, read it again. If you reread it, you'd be surprised all the stuff that's in there. What's one thing about the woman then? Because you just said about the man cave for the man. What's the one thing about the woman? Oh, oh my goodness! There's so much to learn for men. For what? For we men to learn about women? Yeah, from that book. Oh my goodness! First of all. The, the 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 simple biological differences. That's all. The simple biological differences. Women, uh, they have a, a closer relationship to their doctor. Okay, uh, could be the gynecologist, whatever, the family doctor, because the the female body goes through a lot of changes that we men don't experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, as a man, we never give birth. Number one, we're never getting to get pregnant. It's mm-hmm. not us. Not on us. Okay. Women go through a lot of physiological and psychological changes uh, when it comes to emotions. Well, you can imagine mm-hmm. the, the the we men we're pretty simple. Men men we the majority of men are boring. We're just real simple. We're creatures of habit, mm-hmm. and we're we're pretty much boring. Women are not that way. They're very complicated. Mm-hmm. So, as a young man, you need to read these books. It'll tell you what to expect from a woman. Okay, uh, one time I gave a a a, a woman uh, some carnations. I bought carnations, very expensive. I should have bought the roses because they were cheaper. I gave her the carnations, and she said, "Oh, you couldn't buy me roses." Yeah. Okay, well, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, it's all like, well, you're welcome. I paid more money for the darn carnations. I should have bought the darn. Okay. Now here's another one. Here's another one. Uh, men, men, young men, if you're listening to me, you can give a woman one dozen roses. That's twelve, or you can give her one rose in a box. No other number will work. Gentlemen, listen to what I'm telling you. One rose in a box. We're nuts. Or a dozen. You cannot give her six, a half a dozen. No, you will be in the doghouse. You cannot give her two or three. No, you give her not I. One, thank you. <laughs> one rose or one dozen, mm-hmm. twelve. That's it. There's no other combination. Well, you you hear on the radio. Well, we're selling right now. If you call, we'll, it will send your girlfriend two dozen roses. No, no don't do it, pal. <laughs> not two dozen. It can only be twelve or one. Okay, there's just a little, a little insight. But so. do you think that women are rough around the edges and pissed off because we've been called crazy our whole lives? Well, no, you're not crazy. I know, but just, after just, hearing that as a record player over and over, I wonder, do we live up to it? 
because you know well it's it's going to it's going to take its 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 toll on you you're it's going to it's going to affect the woman yeah it is look the, the here, here's a basic principle watch watch the vast majority, well, 80% of women are going to give birth. 80% of women on this planet will give birth to a child. And mm -hmm. it's, it, it is in their, it's in their DNA. It's in their gene pool. I want to have a baby. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm married or not. I'm going to have me a baby. Now, then there are some women who say, I'm having me 10 women, uh, 10 babies. I'm going to have me 10 babies. Oh, my goodness. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, the poor husband's going, no, honey, how about, about five? <laughs> okay, we'll settle at six. So you have that. Then uh -huh. you have other women that have one child only. Uh -huh. And that's it. Like, I'm not doing this again. Uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't doing this again. So you have that. Uh -huh. There's that issue. Then you have the men who like to spread their, their seed uh -huh. all around all around the the Los Angeles <laughs> County area. Uh -huh. So I went to a party once, nice guy. And then uh, here comes, I, I worked with him. Okay. Uh, he, uh, uh, come on to my house. We're having a pool party in the summer. And here comes some young girls. These are my daughters, my three daughters. And here uh -huh. comes some more. These are my other two daughters. Okay. Here comes some more. These are my son. And my son. <laughs> so then I asked him, Julio, how many children do you have total? He says, 12. <laughs> How what many, is he, Oscar de la Hoya? Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many wives? How many wives? Four? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, you do the math. <laughs> the, he had, he would just, oh, oh, here's what he did. Starting families all no, over. No, here's what he would do, God mm -hmm. bless him. There's a few guys that do this. They trade in the wife for a younger model. Mm -hmm. They figure it's like an automobile. You've been driving <laughs> your least. car for 10 years, it's time for a new model. Well, they do the same thing with their wives. So they yeah. constantly have a 30-year-old like wife. Mm. Only he's in his 70s, and he still has another 30-year-old wife. Mm. So there's that. And then, then I'll ask him, how much does your child support cost you? Oh, come on, get child support. I don't pay child support. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, I don't do no child support. Oh, okay. my goodness. Really? Okay. <laughs> so you, Okay. So you have that. So... It is, you know, there's just, the stories are... Endless. Uh, endless, just, oh my God. Yeah, no... and you working with all those men, I know you have a lot of stories. Oh yeah. my goodness. I don't think, there was there any female electricians? Oh, they started coming in in the uh, 19, late 70s. Hmm. Now, currently at our local union, we have 3% hmm. are, are young females, mostly young, uh, young females, 3%. Hmm. So it's quite a few. Yeah, you got to remember, like right now we have, uh, how many? I think there's tw uh, uh, 1,200 apprentices right now. 3% of those are women. Hmm. We have a lot of apprentices. Local 11 is the biggest local here in Los Angeles County. But the, the girls the girls are figuring it out, hey, man, there's money to there's be made. There's money here. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, I want to go back to part one when we were talking about leaving the Catholic Church. But what do you believe or know now? Let's talk about death or God or things of that nature. Well, <clears throat> you said that God is a female. I, I always use that line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said, oh, man, God's going to punish you for that. She really is. And then they look at you. What? <laughs> yeah. God's going to punish you. She really is. And then, and then I would tell my buddies, wait a minute. You guys don't know that God's a woman? <laughs> no. And, the, and women get very upset. That's what that's what I find interesting. Women get upset with me when I call God a woman. Well, do you do that just to poke them or do you really believe yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, you do it just to poke. So, 
Anyway, yeah, just just yeah, just just to get their attention that God is a woman. Now, in the early days, okay, you back up thousands of years ago, God was a woman. Okay, you can buy the books. The books are out there. You can read them. Mm -hmm. in, in our early, uh, uh, they would say she in the past. God, books. God was a she. God was a woman. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then uh, the guys got a hold of it and said, "Hey, we can't have this anymore. We got to make sure God's a man." So they changed it. But in your hieroglyphics, okay, all of these, you know, they they know from the hieroglyphics and all the research they've done. You know, they've got a lot of people out there digging up fossils and what have you. You know, yeah, okay, and they know they know that. Uh, in the early days, thousands of years, God was a woman, and mm. then it it, it flip-flopped. Oh, the, the guy said, no, we got we to gotta make, make God a man. Interesting. Okay, so have you read about Mother Earth? How did she get the word mother then? Oh, uh, that I don't know. All the word mother. I just, uh, we have a tendency to, to call a lot of things with, with a female. Your car, you refer yeah. to your car as a woman, you know. Yeah, mm. but uh, the, the term mother, I don't know. Mother Earth, I couldn't tell you where it, where it came from. Could be just kind of. Mm -hmm. I don't know, common sense, whatever. Well, you did tell me once that, I, don't, I guess you want to call it meditate, or you were thinking about going back and you went into a past life. Tell us no, about that. No, no, here. Well, I, I was a teenager. Uh, I must have been about uh, 18, 19. So I, because I, I used to read a lot about, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the, the psyche and uh, uh, your past life. And I said, well, let me see, let me see if I could do this. So I lied down very quiet on my bed, middle of the day, lie down. And I started to regress and thinking, okay, where was I before my father's sperm entered my mother's egg and mm -hmm. fertilized the egg? Where was I prior to that instant? Okay. And what happens is you get darker and darker and you get to the point where there's no color, not even the color black. Mm -hmm. There's no blackness. Mm -hmm. There is, there was, for me, there was no color. Well, it scared me. Yep. It scared. Yeah. It, it scared. So then you, you come out of it right away. It's too scary. Mm -hmm. And I was too young to go there. Mm -hmm. But where, where was I prior to my mother's... So you ended it there. I stopped it. I thought right you said there. you were able to see yourself in a past war or no, something. No, 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 somebody else. No, not I. Mm. No, no, uh uh. Mm -hmm. No, uh uh. Yeah, no. I've been hypnotized like that before for a past life. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's scary and cool at the same time. Yeah. You know you're okay, but it's scary. And I understand where you said there's no color, right? And I went back to three times when I died. And every single time I died, I was being suffocated or crushed or oh. I was falling and turning and I'm screaming. I'm, I'm awake. I'm hypnotized. I'm screaming. And the woman that is hypnotizing me, she's like, you're okay. You can come out of this at any time. So it's fear, but also knowing I was okay at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you were able to do that to yourself. Yeah. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Mm-hmm. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Okay, yeah, that's that, that that that's a fact. That pretty much everyone agrees mm -hmm. with, with that one. But look, uh, when I when I was uh, once I left the church, I became agnostic. Okay, and uh, when I went into the military, on my dog tags, they're tagged. I'm tagged as agnostic. The young man that was operating the machine and he's mm -hmm. typing your as gives your name, uh, uh, military number. Okay, and uh, your blood type and your religion. So when he he's looking at the paper that I 
He didn't, he didn't know what it was. He was a young man. He didn't know. He was 20 years old, whatever. He just wrote agnostic. <laughs> so on my dog tags, it says agnostic. Now, as I got older, I got into my oh, 30s, early 30s. And I, I realized one day, well, I'm old enough now. I've done enough reading. I'm walking on the fence. You're going to have to jump over one side or the other, okay? Either you believe or you don't. So since then, I've been an atheist. I'm just an atheist. I am what's, what's referred to as a soft atheist. Yeah. You're a hard atheist and soft atheist. I'm a soft atheist. And by that, I mean uh, people can believe in whatever. The, I, don't, I don't begrudge anybody that believes in any, any religion. Mm -hmm. I, I can tell you, there's thousands upon thousands of religions. Well, you've told me that you have envy or you're jealous of people that believe in yeah. something so much because yeah. you're like, I just I don't. Wish. I wish. Mm -hmm. I wish I could believe. Yeah, I wish I had that belief in some, mm -hmm. yeah, like I say, the sky gods. Well, what do you believe, know, that will happen when you die? It, it's over. It's just... You think it's totally done? It's, you're going to go back to the same place where you were before you were born. <laughs> we don't know where that was. But then, I because I've told you this before, you contradict yourself because okay. you say, I try to go to a past life, but then mm -hmm. you believe that it's over. So which one? No, it's just, just going to be over. Look, I have a tendency to believe in uh, reincarnation. For some reason... See, I, is that an atheist? I don't think that's an atheist. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's contradictory to what I'm just telling you. Uh -huh. But I, I, within me, I feel... I think I used to be a, a soldier. Yeah, you've told me that. Years ago, for some reason, I think I used to be a soldier. I don't know why I feel that. Uh -huh. But, you know, but really, I, 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 I just... I just don't, uh, I'm, I'm just a soft atheist. You know, mm -hmm. I, I believe, you know, people can believe in whatever they want. I see no, I, I do know that for thousands of years, people have been killing each other in the name of religion. So that I know. So, mm -hmm. you know, of course, I, I believe that all wars are religious wars. Now your grandma, may she rest in peace. No, that's not true. That's, okay. <laughs> that was my mom. My mom, I would tell her mom, all wars are religious wars. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, okay. Okay, mm -hmm. they, you're entitled to your opinion, Wh whatever, you know, it's, it's just what it is, but. Okay, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, not per se. Hmm. No. Okay. No, not per se, but, you know, there there, there could be. There, 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 there could be, yeah. So you're like, like open to it. Yeah, Are you. You could be empathic, yeah, you could, yeah. Do you believe that you have to see it for it to be real? So since you haven't seen a ghost, if you see a ghost, Dad, then would you believe? Sure. Mm. Sure. But no one's, no one's ever... Even as a young child, you didn't see anything? You didn't run to your parents' room and go, there's something there? No. When I was little, I was afraid of the dark. Until one day, my older brother locked me in the, in the room and said, you walk over to the light switch and flip it. Uh -huh. So I did. I said, oh, that's, well, that's it. it. Uh -huh. So then I turned it off. I walked back to the other end of the room. Then I walked back again, flipped it on. I did that a couple of times. Well, oh, this is ridiculous. Why so are you, you afraid of the, the dark? Fear. There's nothing there. Mm. Well, it took my older brother to get him, walk. Just get up and walk over there and flip the darn light switch, would you? Okay. <laughs> be afraid of the dark. Well, that's the way it was. So. Okay. Well, that reminds me of growing up because you taught me, I'm going to teach you by you doing, not by me. Okay. I'm going to teach. How can I say this? You taught me by doing, not by saying. Mm -hmm. For example... I would be playing outside with my friends far away from the house. And you would yell, Joanna. Mm. I'm like, what? And you're like, come here right now. And I'm like, why? I'm playing. Just come here right now. Right. And I'd come all the way over and you'd say, turn off the light. Mm. 
in your bedroom or whatever it is. And I'd be like, are you serious, dad? You're right there. You'd be standing right there by the light and you go, turn it off. And I learned to turn off the light to this day. You know, yeah. whatever it was, I learned, but you would never do it for me. Mm-hmm. And I see parents do this. And again, you know, I might get the backlash because I'm not a parent, but I thought, I know that helped me when I taught children mm-hmm. as a, a dance teacher, right. I would never tell them I would just, they would have to experience it first and then they're fine. Mm-hmm. I would teach kids how to tie their shoe. I'm yes. a ballet dance teacher teaching kids how to tie their shoe yeah. when their parents were like, she can't tie her shoe. And I'm like, I just taught her. Why? Because I just sat there and watched her. I didn't do it for her. Right. So you taught me that a lot of, um, I don't know what we were talking about right now, the, the light mm-hmm. you with your brother. Yeah. So that similar thing that your brother did to me, you would do like, and I would always turn that light off. I never, yeah. that one time because you didn't do it for me, you know? And, and uh, so I do have a lot of friends that say, Joanna, how are you raised? I have girls. I don't know how to raise them. Teach me what to do. Uh, so they'll tell me what they're doing with their daughters. And I go, oh, try this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, don't jump in and want to do it for them right. because they will never learn. Right. And you're going to create these women that are, um, I'm going to say princesses. Mm-hmm. And you didn't raise princesses. Right. So tell us about that. If you had to give some advice to other fathers, let's say young fathers, mm-hmm. and they have young daughters, mm-hmm. and they're asking you for advice, mm-hmm. blanket, basic advice, what would you give them? Let, let your kids do what they naturally want to do. Just leave them alone. Okay, now you say, well, I played, I played Little League football. Uh, excuse me, Little League baseball. I played Little League. So my son has to play Little League baseball. He has to go. Well, wait a minute. Did mm-hmm. you ask your son if he wants to play? Mm-hmm. Ask him first. No, I'm not going to ask him. He's just going to go. I'm taking him down there. He has to go. Gee whiz. I mean, you know, maybe he, maybe he doesn't like it. Maybe, you know, he may not like it. Or you can say, you can suggest. You, can say, you want to play, a, you want to get in the little league? If he says, yeah, let me try it, Dad. Okay, you take him. Mm-hmm. Okay, but don't force him. And, and as soon as the, the child says, I don't like doing this. Okay, end of it. That's it. It's over. As soon as a child says, I don't want, you, you're not, you don't have to tell him, oh, you're giving up? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're giving up, aren't you? You're a quitter. No, don't, don't run that guilt trip on him. Why? Why are you running that guilt? He doesn't want to do it. Just leave him alone. Let him, there's plenty of other things to do. Just leave him alone. Don't give that guilt trip on him. Look, when we were young, uh, this is, I find it interesting, like right now, uh, the, the Boy Scouts are being sued by what? Uh, yeah. 50. 57,000 claims, no, 72,000 claims. 72,000? I think there's 72,000 72, claims <laughs> of sexual abuse in the, in the book. But watch this. Mm. Back, back in the 1950s and 60s, growing up again in, 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 the, in the hood in, in East LA, we knew, the boys and men, we knew what was going on. We knew, mm-hmm. what, was, we knew what was going on in the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and we knew what was going on in the Boy Scouts. One morning, there was next door, there was a church, it was a Baptist church. Uh, the Boy Scouts would meet in the parking lot on, once a week out in the back in the morning. And my mother said to me and my brother, we were having breakfast, don't you boys want to join that Boy Scout group? Oh, uh, No, mom, no, no, mom, no, please, no, please. Okay. She said, okay. And my brother and I looked at each other, your brother, your Uncle Marty, we look at, oh my God, yeah, the Boy Scouts. Oh, no, uh-uh, no. We know what kind of little mm-hmm. boys go to play that little Boy Scout routine. Uh-uh. And then here we are in the year 2020 and everybody's like, surprise, 
Oh, I think surprise means surprise. I've known this for the last 50, 60, what am I, 50, the last 65 years. Okay. I love that you brought that up because when people say, oh, look what's happening now. It's not now. Like, no, it's happening. just exposed now. Yeah, it's been happening forever. Mm-hmm. Everybody plays the part like, oh, I had no idea. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. You didn't know the Father Dominic was, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Really? <laughs> But that's just what it is. And yeah. t- times are changing. Mm-hmm. That's all. This magic little phone that we carry along, I call it a computer, that little computer that we carry has changed the world. Mm-hmm. It's changed now. Yeah, it's changed. It's just what it is. It's, it's just different now. Of course, I always I like to bring up my favorite uh, question is this. What do you think the world is going to be like when my two little grandchildren are in their 20s and 30s. Oh, oh my goodness. The little kids right now that are just starting kindergarten, mm-hmm. what's it going to be like when they enter college? Mm-hmm. Wow. you Will it even be a college then? It, like, well, you know, things of that nature. There you go. There you go. There may not even be. It may not even be a college. It may be a totally different setup. Who knows how we're going to do it. Yeah. It'll, it'll just be different. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when the... Uh, the uh, the computers first came out, and then the, the phones came out, and then the, the websites came out. I remember telling the guys in the job, this is back in the 80s, hey, guys, I don't think this is going to be good. Ah, John, you're just a negative Nancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you, man, this is not going to be good. I feel sorry for your children. They're going to be subjected to on-demand pornography. Oh, no way, no way. They're not going to, okay, okay, go ahead. Tell me about it. Now look what you have. Yeah. Okay. So, and then they say, my kid's a straight A student. And, 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 okay. And you know what? I blocked him. I blocked him. He can't, oh, your kid's a straight A student, but you think he can't get past your block on the computer? Mm-hmm. You're, th- listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, well, it's it just, you know, whatever. Yeah. My friend that I was talking about on part one, that is the, the coach for the couples. Yeah. He said that he's coaching these younger couples that just got married in their 20s. Yeah. And most of the males are... Yeah seriously, authentically addicted to porn. Yeah. They don't know any different. Yeah. So they don't know how to have sex with right. their wife right now. So right. this is what he's talking about with these couples. And he's like, I'm in my 40s and I have to learn this. Because I, I wasn't, uh, I, yeah. I don't know what this is, you know. So things of that nature. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I predicted from day one, oh, this is not going to work. Well, you called the internet the devil. I remember yeah, in I, the I, 90s. Well, I used to, to use that expression one day. I, I told mm-hmm. you, I was a group of painters. I worked for the city at that time. We were out in the yard. And, uh, hey, guys, you realize you're bringing the devil into your child's bedroom when you put that computer in there. And they just look at me, ah, John, okay, I'm telling you, you're bringing the devil mm-hmm. right into your child's bedroom bedroom and okay and and of course those men if they think about me now all these years later as a private hey remember that crazy electrician mm-hmm. remember what he said okay but the women and the men that are listening that, are, that do have children we don't want to scare them what advice do you have for them then if you had okay let's say you're 40 right now mm-hmm. and i don't know i'm 10 years old and i had a computer and it's 2020 what would you do if you were a father right now well, uh, tell them to use a little bit of common sense. Tell them, look, stay away, stay off of those uh, those chat lines. Don't even go mm-hmm. there. Of course, a lot of kids are going to look at you like, are you serious? Yeah, but I would have listened to you. I'm, That's what I'm the saying. The computer, again, where you said how mom, part one, you yeah. said, I trust her. We yeah. would have. 
If mom said, don't watch that movie, I didn't watch the movie. Even though I could have watched the movie, I wouldn't because she trusted me so much that I wouldn't lie. So I don't, you know, and these parents that say, oh no, my daughter does this. No, again. As long as you, as long as you, you present them and say, look, there's going to be a penalty to pay if you if you get on these uh, on these websites. There's going to be a penalty to pay sooner or later. Mm-hmm. If I were you, if you want my suggestion, dear son, dear daughter, mm-hmm. don't get on that stuff. Stay away from it. You don't need it. Let the other kids do it. Mm-hmm. And when they make fun of you, so what? They don't make fun of you. What do you mean you're not a, you don't you're not on on face page? What's the matter with you? Well, anyways, just let them make fun of you. Okay. Facebook. You don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be on that stuff. <laughs> okay. So, that, yeah. But but look, it's. I'm, so I'm telling you, 20 years from now, it's going to be even worse. I know. But is the parent going to be have the wool pulled over their eyes if they're like, don't go on Facebook well, or Instagram? And all, then all you can do is make a suggestion. If they're going to yeah. go, they're, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Look, mm-hmm. look. In every, in every, uh, graduating class. Okay, from high school, there's always going to be that one or two girls that are pregnant. Mm-hmm. There's all, and, but look, ninety-nine percent of the girls are not pregnant. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to have that few that that get themselves pregnant. Mm-hmm. The others, a lot of them are just lucky. They had sex, but they're just lucky. Okay, yeah. What I find interesting is this. Watch this. At my high school, this was years ago. Now, how many years ago? Oh my goodness, uh, fifteen years ago. At Roosevelt High School, my old high school, my alma mater, which is predominantly right now today, 99% Hispanic. Yeah. And I guarantee you 99% Catholic. I can all, there's going to be a few that are not Catholic, mm-hmm. maybe whatever. But at Roosevelt High School about 15 years ago, they started passing out free condoms. When I read that in the newspaper, I said, What? When I was a teenager, it was illegal in the 60s mm-hmm. to sell a minor any kind of birth control. Really? Oh, illegal? you could not Oh, you could not get you could not oh, buy a so condom. No wonder, yeah. They were they you had to get it from so the pharmacist. They got pregnant, yeah. Poor you things. had to get it from the pharmacist. Now, mm-hmm. if you're a teenager and let's say you had an older brother and he was 22, 23, hey, hey brother. Just like alcohol, for, go buy me. Yeah, buy yeah. me some condoms. Yeah, and then he'd buy you some condoms. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was very difficult to get your hand on condoms. Hmm. Now, here we are these many years later, 55 <laughs> years later, free at the wow. high school. what a 360. Bucket, buckets full. Take them all. See, this is like a history class, Dad. Take People them, are listening. Take them and use them, please. Yeah. And he, But the thing is, these these kids are all committing sin. They're all Catholics. They're all going to burn an eternal <laughs> damnation. That's, that's, Wait, well, I don't want to get the DMs from yeah, my Catholic well, listeners. There, but there, there, there you go. So, you know, but... Yeah, so, they're laughing in the studio. So but that, hey, so but that, this is my dad. But again, but there's no judgment with you, dad. That's what I want to preface to people. It's like yeah. you say this stuff and you say yeah. it to poke at people. Yeah. But there's no, um, no. agenda. No. You're just like, eh, no, like you could no. care less if somebody's purple, brown, no. trisexual, yeah. whatever sexual. You're like, yeah. cool, I don't care. Whatever. Uh, ju- to each uh, their own. Uh, ju- uh, two days ago, what was it? Well, one of my buddies was talking to his girlfriend. Oh, you know, a long time ago, John dated a big girl. She was like 250-pound girl. He dated her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said, yeah. I said, I don't judge women by their physical appearance. I judge mm-hmm. them by their intellect. You have to be able to hold a conversation with me, mm-hmm. okay? 
Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I don't care if you're skinny or overweight or whatever. Can you hold a conversation? She was just the greatest girl, okay? Her daughter said, no, I don't want you dating this guy. Oh, that was the end of that. <laughs> so I had to write her a little card, you know, saying, you know, I don't want to, you know, the relationship between a mother and a daughter is, is sacro sacrosanct. I don't want to get in the middle of this. Let's say how when you go on a first date, you always mail a thank you card to the women. Now, girls, would you think that's creepy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. But some women are like, John, don't do that. That's creepy. <laughs> like sending a little thank you card. And you, but you would say something sarcastic in it. What would you say? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, you would it. tell us. You what, said what, you would oh, sign it like something. Uh, if people didn't understand your sarcasm, they'd yeah. be like, this guy's a weirdo. Yeah. I'm going to end up on 2020 Dateline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this up. This is really fun. Dad, I think you're going to like this. I think you should just get a microphone and start your own little show and just talk. Okay. You know what I mean? You should just sure. talk because you are a wealth. We've only talked for an hour and a half, and I know you could talk for hours and hours of all the books and everything you've read. What were you going to say? No, just thank you. Thank you for having me here. It was fun. Yay. After, okay, because I really wanted to start Beer With My Dad. Mm -hmm. DM me if yeah. you'd like to see that because I wanted to start a YouTube channel where you and I just sit and talk about whatever. Mm -hmm. Because when you and I get together, right now people were a fly on the wall. You and I talk like this all the time. Yep. And even sometimes, you know, I asked you questions that I already knew of. But every time I'll learn something new, like, oh, okay, really? Oh, what percent? You remind me of Barney from How I Met Your Mother. And you know how Barney always sure. has a percentage to everything? That's, but he makes it up. That's but me. That, that's my dad. He has a percentage I to am, everything. I am Mr. Percentage. Yeah, and, and you're not making it up. Oh, sometimes I do. Okay. I'll just, I'll really? Just, I'll just exaggerate See? it. I'll just exaggerate <laughs> the percentage. And my, I have my buddy, he teases me about, you and your percentages. So. It must be true. I read it on the internet. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so DM me if you want to hear more of these stories. I think it'd be great. Because every time I put you on my Instagram, people are always like, more of your dad. He's so funny. Yeah, yeah but, but Beer With My Dad would be a really cool YouTube show because, I mean, I'm a girl, so I have my other girlfriends out there. None of them say their father is the way you are. Because, right. side note, there's this book called Pussy. It is an amazing book. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so I gave it to my dad and he read it. And my girls, my friends almost died. You gave that to your father for Father's Day? What? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh my God, I could never. Again, to each their own. But I'm like, but this is to to show my character of how open I am. And people are like, why aren't you married? Why don't you do this? Why do, why do you have standards? Why are you so this, Joanna? And I'm like, right here. Because you can listen to the conversations that we have. They're very conscious and open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay, last question. Yeah. If you were to come back in your next life, Dad, and you're not an electrician, what or you know, what career, what would you do? Um, I would be an an English teacher on the junior high school level. Amen. Junior My, high English. Yes. Dad, uh, I have this thing with language. If you ever notice, I like to talk and use my language and my words for power. Mm -hmm. But And it was taught from you. And you always corrected my English. Mm -hmm. Even till now, I'm 43. Your grammar. 
my grammar, excuse me. Yes. In one week, I'll be 43. And you, we, you and I have this leg up where I'll try to get your language and you, I try to correct yours and you try yeah. to correct mine. Yeah. And right now I'm, we're really big on the me and the I yeah. where it's you and I, not you and me, because when you take the you out, would yeah. you say it's just I No, you would say it's just me. And uh, so when I'm with a, a gentleman, if his grammar is not oh, that great, and I'm no, like, don't just, <laughs> look, it's unattractive. I, I, I read some of the most prestigious magazines. I, I, oh. I subscribe to a lot of magazines and man, the grammar, the, grammar. Is bad. I, the newspapers, forget it. Do you think the grammar is forget a dying well, thing? Uh, we, uh, in, uh, don't forget, we have what's known as accepted usage. Mm hmm. That's what I mean. Is the accepted usage. usage. So you can. Because it's the Queen's English. Nobody speaks like that anymore. So don't worry about it anymore. But it does give a leg up when I'm talking to somebody on the telephone. And if I use certain grammar. Proper grammar. I I know I get their attention and automatically they perk up and listen because of the way I speak, you know? Yeah, the difference between who and whom, and it just goes on and on. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. When you say as I, and people listen in, uh, said it like me. Yeah. But but like uh, me is so 99.9% of the time, everybody says like me uh, instead of as I. Don't even fight that one. Don't even fight it. Accepted usage. Uh Don't even fight it. It's accepted usage. Well, uh, I love Tony Robbins. When you go to his thing, he's always like... Say I. Yeah. First, you're like I. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense to your psyche because you're like I've never said I. Right. I. Instead, you're used to saying me, me. Who wants chocolate ice cream? Me. No, it's actually I. Yeah. I do. You would not say me do. You would say I do. I know this is totally off topic of the get up girl, yeah. but it's it's a it's a tool to use. Our words are power. Our grammar is power. And just like you said, reading things, we have it right there. The ability to go to the library and learn so many new things. Yeah, your vocabulary gives you away. Yes. When, when you meet people, oh, yes. wow, you, whoa, they, they tag you immediately, immediately. By, your, by your grammar. Yes, and okay. your ums and, and then your just mm-hmm. your speech. Uh, how you working as an electrician? I've had uh, uh, young young boys, uh, and I'll go over and I'll speak to them or something. And then another journeyman will come over. Hey, John. Hey, John. You know those two young electricians you were talking to? Yeah, they don't understand what you just told them. <laughs> what? What did I? You're not speaking you used, ghetto. You used a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what? You know, just, what did I? Say? Parochial. <laughs> just okay. Uh, I remember. But- they, they couldn't, they were at a, an electrical panel. I remember these two kids and, and there was an extra wire in there. And I went, oh, don't worry about it. That's just a redundant wire, a redundant wire. <laughs> what is what that? does that mean? <laughs> redundant. <laughs> so later they went to the other journeyman. What does redundant, redundant mean? mean? And then he came away, John, don't, don't, don't use three syllable words. Okay. Uh, and I'm thinking. That's a regular, regular norm. It's a regular That's a normal second word. grade word. Yeah. Anyway, and but you see what I'm saying. So it it puts you in a, in a, in a yeah. Just it's just yeah. what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So your words have power, ladies. When you walk in and you're trying to make a sale for business, they right away you can walk in and people will listen. They will yeah. perk up. And if you say people don't listen to me, well, listen to your diction and what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's practice. It. A lot of it is practice. Well, Pick the more the you phone. read, the more you read. As you read uh, the Wall Street Journal, I always have to look up a couple of words by the time I'm... Well, Dad, you and I are similar because we both cannot spell. 
Right. Isn't it interesting? No, I can't so spell. You, would you say you're dyslexic? I mean, I no, would say I'm dyslexic. I, no, I don't, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just what it is. Got the same thing. Well, you and I, we can't spell. Uh, I, your mom was a killer Scrabble player. Your mm -hmm. mom used to play what, what we play. call killer Scrabble. Scrabble. So yeah. she, she was good, with, but she, she didn't understand numbers. Okay. Last question, because we got to wrap this up. Yeah. Would you say you're autistic or have Asperger's? No. No? Not that I know. Well, socially odd. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, then that would be on the spectrum, right? Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. I would say that I have a, I on the spectrum oh, where I'm, I'm socially I'm, odd and I'm, I'm not. Well, I've always known I was different as a child. I've always okay. Known. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't, you know, all the kids in the class would do something because the teacher said to do it. Except mm -hmm. for one kid. Can, okay. That was me. I am not doing that. Yeah. What are you going to do? Shoot me? Okay. So what, what would that be categorized? I don't know. You you're, know? you're just born that way. You just, a rebel? I don't know because I thought it, it didn't make any sense to do it. Yeah. So I wouldn't do it. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Just, just what it is. I'm not doing this. It's dumb. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, okay. As I, I do the same thing, even till I, yeah. you know, I take a thousand courses and I'll be in there and I do things quickly. I'm not doing what they're doing. I'm doing something else, but I'm still getting the gist of what they're doing. But I'm on to something else. Yeah. It's just you know, and, a, and 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 as a kid, I, I figured out right away. Look. This, this, I'm in the fourth grade. Pretty soon, I'm going to be out of school. Uh -huh. I'm beyond in my life. I'm going to be 50 years old pretty soon. Okay. Uh -huh. This fourth grade doesn't mean anything to me Stop. right now. Same thing in the 12th grade. No, it doesn't mean nothing to me. Well, growing up, I always felt like I was the smartest one in class, but I would score the lowest in every single test. But yeah. you would score high. Uh, well, pretty much. Not always, but pretty uh -huh. much. My math, my math was good. Okay. That's why I say like for me, like an autism where, or dyslexic, I can't take a test to help me. Yeah. But if I can hear audio or something else, I, I sh my brain is just so fast. Yeah. It's well, computing. you know, like they always, they always say about Einstein, he couldn't, it, it, he had a handful of coins and he'd get on the bus mm -hmm. and he would lean forward and give it to the bus driver, mm. pick out, because he couldn't, he couldn't come up with 22 cents. Okay. So would we categorize him as autistic if he was in 2020 uh, or, you know, something of that nature, no, right? I but he's a genius. I don't know. That's just what it is. I couldn't mm. answer that. I don't That know. intrigues me. Yeah. You know, and so. celebrating our weirdness and how we stand out. And it's then just, also to other parents where they have kids that learn differently. Yeah. I, I try to say it as, as much as I can. I'm like, I was that kid, yeah. you know, but yeah, just celebrate their, their differences. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dad, for being here. This was so fun. We'll have to do it again. Okay. Please DM me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. Let me know what your takeaway was. Let me know what funny moment that my dad said or something like that so that uh, I could share it with him. Okay. Thanks, Dad. Anything else you want to say before we're out? Thank you very much. And everybody have a happy holiday. And stay safe with this darn COVID nonsense. Oh, I hope it's over soon. It's the vid. It's the vid. Yeah. Did you see Kevin Hart's new special? He calls it the vid. Yeah. I got the vid. What's up? So he says it's cooler to call it the vid. The vid yeah. 19. Yeah. So we got the vid 19. Okay. okay. Bye, everybody. Thank you. And remember to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.